The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who Welcome to the Kwame Lashley Sports Talk. We are live. It is Thursday. Here's the number. You know the show is going to go by fast, so 888-346-9144. So some of my friends, that 4-4 might sound like 4-4. Hey, we got uh, Demery Lachey in the There's studio. There's no difference. <laughs> it's, it's there is no difference. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can't say that at Harvard. 4-4. <laughs> <laughs> got my PIC in the studio again. I showed you Miss Garen, but I'm talking about... Kurt Felt Keller, welcome to the show again. You on time, as Demery walked in and said. That's rare. He treated us hey, like Kanye West. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. You should be glad I'm showing up for this fake show. <laughs> I know. I, I haven't seen that check yet as I walked yeah. out the door either. We still waiting on checks, too. I, what the is studio up don't write that? us checks. Who's running this thing? Exactly. It's all wrong. It's oh, okay. It's Thank you. Bow, bow, I bow. am. After the show, I will be off the edge with the Bertrand Barry, the B train. Uh, that is on Arizona Sports. You can watch it on it. And then at Fox Sports Arizona. Oh, you can watch it too? Yeah. I mean, wow. I mean yeah. No, we need to get Two some. for one. We need to get some. Pop. What is it? The GoPro? I need to hold a GoPro up here while I do the show. And you then, want uh, the selfie sticks and just. Yeah, no. I know. I shouldn't have to do that, though. No. But I do miss Gary, as you can tell. Oh, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind that. I will be on the B train with the B train, Bertrand Berry, uh, after the show, probably around ten thirty. I was trying. I was supposed to go up there last yesterday. I ended up golfing yesterday. I was so tired when I got home. I golfed at Casino del Sol, Sawalo, uh, or Sawalo, and then I went. I had a light lunch, chips, and two beers. And and then I um, <laughs> some swing juice and then, exactly and then I went to uh, Quarry Pines. You would like Quarry Pines. We got to drive ah. out there. You would like that place. It's uh probably hour at the most to get there. Probably huh. fifty minutes from from my house. From where you from? It's gonna take you an hour and a half. Uh, you in a high rent district. <laughs> but hey, welcome to the show. Call in. Uh, you know the show. Like I said. We talked about golf earlier, and I just got. I got to golf today with my my buddy uh, Ed Anderson. I got to golf with him tonight. Eddie, Eddie, yeah, man, he Eddie. Just, uh, got to golf with him um, at Whirlwind Wild Horse Pass, which I wish I can. I wish I just get a twenty four hour flu right now, just so I don't have to play with him. Are you done with Eddie? No, I, I can Eddie? never be done with that guy. But um, yeah, no. watching his game, yes. Yeah, is he really the good, playing that bad now? He is a. You know, he used to shoot. Low, he, used to, he used to shoot low 80s. I used to I used to play with him back in the day yeah. when I was here most he of the time. Low 80s, man. <laughs> but this guy, this is my top dog. But this is a low 80s. I just, mm, mm, I just, you know what? Let's move on because I don't want to talk about my boy <laughs> behind his back. 
<laughs> I'm sure he's listening. Well, technically, yeah, it'll be yeah, he, side of his ear. Back. Exactly, yeah. sides behind his back. It'll be side of his ear. Face, it could he, be. Hey, he said something funny yesterday. He was uh he was talking uh he said uh man you know I listened to your show. Oh yesterday was Tuesday. Oh, I listened to your show. And they got the nerve to call me into a meeting because he was at work. <laughs> they said uh-huh. he, he think they called him into a meeting because he, he listened to the show. Right, funny. It made me laugh out loud on that one. Hey, I'm um, I got a a rant. Maybe it could be the first topic or subject, but my rant is, you know, I have dogs. This is a Michael Vick thing. So just so you're not guessing and and I'm not holding you hostage with the conversation, but I have dogs. I've had dogs growing up. I had uh, I have dogs now. People don't think I don't like dogs, but what, how would you explain me having dogs? I love animals. I feel the same way that other people feel about what Michael Vick did. Now, it, it didn't hit me as hard as it hit those hypocrites, but because I know in Virginia, we fight dogs. Well, if you're going to stop us from fighting dogs, I'm, I'm for that. But you got to stop all the hunting and all the other stuff. You got to stop down in Florida, down in uh, Gatorville. You got to stop the cockfighting with the chickens and the roosters, whatever they are. You got to stop them from fighting. You got to stop a lot of things. You got to stop the, yeah, I'm for the pit bull. But when you, now congratulations to Michael Vick first and foremost for signing another year at the age of 35 with the Pittsburgh Steelers as the backup quarterback. He would never play because the quarterbacks in front of him is a monster. He's got yeah. never. He's too tough. He never gets hurt. He, yeah. he plays hurt at a high level. He gets hurt. He never but gets injured. He, 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 yeah, play, yeah. he gets hurt. He, he gets hurt, but he, he never gets get injured. injured. Right. That Ben Roethlisberger is, man, franchise. Michael Vick, you're never going to play unless they, they up uh, by 30. And Pittsburgh is never going to be up by 30 on anybody. Yes, they are. No, they're not. But that's Who fine. He doesn't need not – not, not the Colts. We gonna, Pittsburgh still is never going to be up by 30. They just beat you down. They just wear you out. They had games last season when they won by 30, a couple games. I got to check out their – I got to check out the schedule <laughs> when the games are. But they gonna, they can beat some teams by 30 this season. I promise you that. They Soon are an season. offensive juggernaut. Thank but you. defensively, they're a sieve. Mm. It's okay. They'll, no, no, you can't. You got to have Pittsburgh Steelers. They're fine. They, they can win games by when you 30. think about Pittsburgh Steelers, what's the first thing you think about? Offense, Big Ben. No, it is. that well, can't no. be. That can't Def- be true. Oh, in their history? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah history. of course. Historically, Pittsburgh's known for a great defensive mindset team. And if I play defense for them, I'll be crying right now. Yes. Right now. <laughs> now, yes. my point is, and I'll let you guys chime in, uh, is when Michael Vick signed, there were there are 15,000. I saw this on another publication, but 15-plus thousand, um, what was it, the Petition, petitioners. Petition, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I was like, wow. And then I immediately thought, somebody orchestrated this. Somebody said, oh, no, you're not. I'm giving up my season tickets. Give up your season tickets. Wow. You're still going to watch Pittsburgh. You're just not going to be at the game. Now, that does hurt some ticket sales. Of, of what the, but you never thought about the Rooney family. The Rooney family would never brought this guy in. They don't put up with nonsense. Mm-hmm. But are we not able to evolve into somebody else from where we were? Right. On, on, on he, any and, side? And I believe Michael Vick did. He pass. did. We was, having a, um, we was having a whole segment off the air uh, before the show. Mm-hmm. You should be able to evolve. Uh, I, the perception, your perception of me is not my facts or what I want to be. You have to be able to evolve, and you have to allow me to evolve. Especially if I did, in Michael Vick's case, if I did a crime or an immoral thing, and I paid the maximum penalty for it, it was two years in federal penitentiary, not jail, not a correctional center. Mm-hmm. 
federal penitentiary, 24 hours, 23-hour day lockdown for some dogs. Now, I'm the animal lover, too. Now, let me say this, because I don't want to be a hypocrite. When I got my first BB gun that I wasn't allowed to have, I used to shoot birds, at birds. Mm -hmm. I didn't kill any, but I used to shoot at them. (laughs) (laughs) But the intent was there. The intent was there. And I was like, man, then I found out, you know, all birds come from heaven. Then I stopped shooting birds. (laughs) But when you know better, you do better. Remind me, never put you as the fall guy. I'm never no. going to be a fall guy. I'm with, snitching. With the BB gun. I'm snitching. No, you no, know, when I go down, we all going down. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you, you know, you're bringing up the biggest point, I think, that, that makes me sick in our society is how many hypocrites we've got out there. And that's all they did. Those, those 15,000 people, signed, they should have just said, all in unison, I am a hypocrite. Let me sign this because <laughs> Michael Vick doesn't have the ability to learn, understand, evolve as an individual, and thus change his opinions. Mm-hmm. To me, I, I get so disgusted with people who are so judgmental that mm. they're going to hold you hostage Speak on and it. believe you can't change over time mm-hmm. because you, you've educated yourself. You've gotten more facts. You've become enlightened whether it's by the people that you're hanging around with or the people that you're talking to. And the last point I'm going to make is you're 100% right. The Roonies are not messing around with anybody that's going to taint their image. And I applaud Michael Vick for all the work that he's done on behalf of the Humane Society, Mm -hmm. animal cruelty, Mm -hmm. you name it. He has been in the forefront of establishing the whole new perspective that dogfighting isn't okay. Now, in this incident, when, and, I, and I did mention this, when you know better, you do better. But this incident right here didn't just help him say, okay, I was wrong in fighting the dogs, but it grew him up. Michael Vick was always around, he was always around family. When he was at Virginia Tech, always around family. Went from Tech to Atlanta, always around family. Mm-hmm. Now, I've seen this guy throughout his years. We, we're from the same neighborhood. We're from the same place, same area, Newport News, Virginia. I was happy that he got to go with Mike Tomlin, another guy who's from yeah. Newport News, Virginia, mm-hmm. because we know how to take care of each other. Now, everybody does that. Don't be a hypocrite and say, or and it's not even in this incident where both of them are from the same place in Virginia. It's more so that don't be a hypocrite like, I've never done anything wrong. If right. you, sign that petition if you've never done anything wrong, and then if you have, you've evolved to something else. Because what you could do is say, can I have a minute to talk to Mike Vick? I bet you Mike Vick give you right. that minute because you want to tell him how he, that you were able to come out of a bad situation. Right. My, we haven't heard anything bad about Michael Vick since then. Yeah. It's oh, he got of the, rid of his friends. It's because of the, it's a ton of hypocrites, like you said out there. Michael Vick made a great business move um, for now and for his future because, like you said, Mike Tomlin being from Newport News, Virginia, he knows the background of Michael Vick of Newport News, being a, co- a guy from there, an African-American individual from there, and growing up in the same lifestyle. And at the same time, we know Michael Vick ain't going to touch the field. This could be work for in the future. Hey, you could be a QB coach in the next two or three years. He this will. This is a great aspect. It's a lot of Mike quarterbacks Tomlin coming to lead like him. Is gonna, yeah, it's going to help him. And the mm-hmm. hypocrites, think about it. He's in the state of Pennsylvania, again, because he spent time in Philadelphia when everybody had the dog signs up, was going crazy. Those are a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans there, too. So now he's making his yeah. way over to Pittsburgh. So, of course, you're going to get even more backlash, but you got away? Mike Tomlin, who's there to protect you. You know, not really protect you, but who has your back? Who's but think about the Roonies. The Roonies ain't putting up with no BS. They, yeah. they cut guys you're right. if you get in trouble. Yeah. You want a contract? You won't get it from here because not what you just did. They took Mike Tomlin's word. The Roonies is the first family yeah. to say you have to at least interview a black 
potential right. head coach. Right. It's the Rooney rule. It's the Rooney rule. Right. right. Which is crazy to me. The, yeah, we have to we have to <laughs> we have to delegate rules to do the right thing. Right. Yeah, unfortunately, crazy. unfortunately, that just shows the ignorance of, of the majority of people. And and why we're even discussing this issue with Michael Vick is because of, out of ignorance. Yeah. People that respond to Michael Vick in a way that they have with that petition. Ignorance. That's all I'm going to say. They're just ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. I got my boy ignorant. who did my website, Brent Thomas. Uh, he's tuning in. Um, he did my website, so if you guys need some website stuff, he uh, he hooked me up on a couple of things. Um, I'm not going to tell you how much it costs. You deal with that when you talk to him. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back because I, I want to get in uh, get into this and move along. And that's the reason why we're taking three breaks today. Kwamala Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hi, this is Larry Sinners. You're on Sports Talk, Kwame Lasseter, with Demi Lachey and Doug Bramer. These guys know sports. Being on some chips, we go zero to a hundred go real quick. They be on that rap to pay the bill. Now finish, not even a little bit. Oh Lord. Welcome back, Kwame Sports Talk, eight 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 three four six. We touched on uh, Michael Vick, and, and we went, we went in uh, different areas. People being hypocrites. If I'm a hypocrite to anybody, eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Call in, and I'll ignore your call. Uh, we got Kurt <laughs> Cullen here, Jeremy Lachey, and what? What? Um, I, I. You know what? What have I been a hypocrite about? Well, no, what, what have you evolved about? Is there is there an element Boom. that you went, hey, I believe this, and then see, over time. See, when you said that, not to interrupt you, but to interrupt you, when you said that in the studio, I would hit a boom button, like an explosion. I would have pushed that right there on the spot. <laughs> because what have I evolved to? Right. I don't and, know. And hopefully we all have. You know, I, I, 
I, I think I think I was far more judgmental as a younger man, for sure. Mm. Far more judgmental. And I think today, I try to think about what it, what journey is going on for them right now. What are they dealing with right now that is causing them to think this way? Because I don't know what people have been through. I mean, Michael mm-hmm. Vick, let's go back to him for just for a second. Yeah. I don't know what went through Michael Vick's life when? prior to... Oh, I do. It, well, it, it, exactly. It, and But I think that 98% of us don't really know. Now, I've heard it all, but what I've heard is someone who said, you know what, I don't like myself for this fact, and I'm yeah. going to change it. Yeah, yeah. And he evolved. And I, I know that for myself, I know I've evolved as, as a man, for sure. I evolved probably 50%, 75% of my life. Uh, it should be more, could be more, but I'm... Boycotting that part of it, Demery. Where have you? <laughs> where have you evolved to? Demery's too young. Oh, he is. You know still, what? Demery has still going to have another life experience. Yeah, I'll be trying. I'll be having arguments think, with him. I think I'll still be. Yeah, I, I, he reminds me of lie. Karen. I still go Young through. Guy. Yeah, I, I still. I'm still going through it a little bit. So, but I, I've grown. Uh, the aspect of respect, um, learning the aspect of respect, whether it's women, whether it's uh, life, older individuals. You know, I've evolved. I used, to, I used to be like that. Uh, all right. I'm looking at them glasses, by the way. I'm, we might have to talk <laughs> about I that after the show. I can't find uh, my glasses, by the way. I, I can't. They're more sweet. But, <laughs> you know, okay, you, yeah. you, you, hang around him a little couple more. You think this guy, this guy got all the latest. <laughs> He's a oh, gadget geez. guy. <laughs> He's got all the latest. Yeah, my reading glasses. <laughs> yeah. Inspector Gadget. Uh, but, but should the... Um, now, we're talking Michael Vick, and we're talking a serious situation, and we're going to move on to the whole thing. But let, we can evolve from this to that, to, from mm-hmm. that to this. Role models. I um, Now, I was never a guy who didn't say I was, was a role model or wasn't a role model, but I always thought that somebody was, I always knew. Like, people in my family say, I don't care what you think you're getting away with or what you're doing. It could be good or bad, positive or negative. Somebody's always watching you. And so when I became this this big superstar, this big mega star that I am, when I became that guy, I um I um <laughs> these guys are laughing at me, y'all. I thought I was I, th- I, I look, I thought I was a mega star. Yeah, well, yeah. let's 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 I bring that back. Let's no, tone that down a couple more. No, he, he's really on there because I, I seen a quote the other day that you quoted well, well, out well, saying that his four interception game the I, NFL I, league I, time. No, nope. it was like, yeah, I should have had five. Well, oh, he yeah, should have. Yeah. He I actually dropped a fifth. No, oh, he dropped it. it. I ain't drop oh. it. Drop it means I had it and it came out my we'll hand. Put a boom button right yeah. there. No, we would put a. Uh, <laughs> we gonna put a. Tamp, <laughs> rah, 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 rah. No, dropping entails me having it in my hands, and anything I got in my hands, it don't get out. It I was, lock it down. It was poor judgment. It's like Let's uh, call uh, it something you told me. I lock it down. It, it don't the, get out. It was the wind on that one play. No, uh, it was in cover three. I'm not going back to that. But as I was saying. <laughs> As I was saying, <laughs> truth is facts. I don't believe anybody has to be a role model until first you have the role model in your home. Because if no one's showing you, and I know some people that grew up, they got perfect role models. I can tell you this, in my dinner table at home growing up, we never talked about college. Never. Never talked about college. Mm-hmm. Yep, and, I got to co- and I got to high school, and I went to a, a predominantly white high school. These mofos were talking about what college they was going to and SATs, ACT. Taking the time, I'm like, what the fuck? What? Why am I? What's this conversation coming from? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to, um, I'm going to the uh, Air Force. 
Because <laughs> I was in ROTC for four years, right. but that's something I wanted to do, though. It wasn't right. that I didn't want to go to college. Football, football to me, and it's very beneficial for me today, but football to me, then and now, was something I did in front of my grandmother's front yard. It was what we did. It was, and I tell people this all the time, the only reason I played or wanted to play in the NFL because somebody told me I couldn't. So I took on a challenge, but role modeling, Unless you have one in the house, do you know what it is to be one or know what it is to be taught? We had a small conversation off the air, Kurt, about hate, ignorance, and all that stuff, how those things are taught, prejudice and all that. Everything can be taught, and it don't have to be verbal. It can be through your actions, but you take a young mind, and you do all those things, and that, and that young mind is intrigued and see it. He or she doesn't know they're not doing anything wrong, but you show them some positive stuff, they do it wrong. To me, there's not... A lot of consequences to a young mind's actions at a young age. Would you guys agree with that? Because I know y'all try to get me off track and talk about some other stuff, but go. No, I'm all into this. I, you know, and I think this, a lot of this started with uh, we had the conversation about Shaq and Kobe have suddenly come to uh, a realization that they were both idiots mm, when they were young. Mm, mm-hmm. And and but it, much that is given, much is expected. So when that light is shining on you, regardless of what forum that is, you're right. Everybody is watching, and everybody's the thing that we stop at is that oh they're just watching me. No, no, they are learning yeah. from you. Mm-hmm. And no matter what you're throwing out Thank there, you. if they have res- if they're looking up at you, you are a role model, whether you want to be or not. Mm-hmm. And and I'll give it that. That you Charles know, Barkley, you know Charles. Charles, I I hope has evolved that line of thinking where he says, "I'm not a role model." That's up to the parents. Well, Charles, guess what? <laughs> guess what? Parents aren't involved in ninety percent of the kids' lives anyway out in our country today. Nope, so you absolutely. are a role model, and everything that you do, you know, when you when you talk about how he got in trouble with in Scottsdale, same thing as Mark Grace, right? Yeah. Those guys need to realize that's terribly impactful. I got in trouble in Scottsdale, Denver. Before you go. Uh, and it opened my eyes. I, I was, with, oh, uh, yeah. I, I was, I got in trouble, but I didn't get in trouble. So here's my evolution. Okay, now that I don't, um, uh, per se, and now I don't, um, I'm not inebriated in Scottsdale. I'm not inebriated in, in anywhere. Mm-hmm. Now I love my happy hours, right? I love Absolutely. my happy hours, but Uber and and Lyft. It's a blessing. Depending on which one paying me the most money, I think Lyft is better. They paid me recently, so I think Lyft is better. Oh, so, wow. I what, think uh, they're better, too. You, think, you like I Lyft? I just took them. Oh, okay. <laughs> an Uber driver told me about them. Exactly. <laughs> I was. Uh, I did an Uber uh, this weekend, but here nor there. I'm, I'm sidetracked. We only got an hour in the show, maybe 48 <laughs> minutes. But, but Demery, go ahead, because I was uh, – we were talking about the role modeling. But, right, you know, right. I, did, did we miss out on maybe the, the greatest dynamic duo – in the history of basketball, because they were selfish, but they were young. They were your age, yeah. but they wanted to be Superman, both of them. You can only be one Superman, and I don't even want to talk about Batman, because he's just a criminal. Right. He'll eventually, he's just going out with gadgets he made in the office and, and going out saving the world. I, I could do that right now. I'll go to jail. Yeah. Well, during my era, I can speak up for my era. And those, that Lakers team from 2000, 2003, 2004, whenever, that was the greatest dynasty I've ever seen on the court. And that one-two punch, it showed, I'm not going to you know, go away from it, it, it showed 
that one individual can make it better than the team. And with them two feuding, yeah, of course, they were huge role models, impactful to, you know, guys playing basketball, guys playing football. It made you feel like, yo, I don't need this other guy on the team. I want to be better than him. I, I am bigger than him. We, we can do this without him if y'all can rely on me. And that was huge. Looking looking today's era in basketball. I mean, without LeBron and them doing the big three or KG and them doing the big three, basketball was scattered. I mean, everybody was, you know, on trying to do one thing, trying to be its own team. And then Kobe and them got, got the winning again with Pau Gasol and Bynum. But Pau Gasol and Bynum, they weren't no, they weren't no slacks. You know, they, these guys were all pro NBA players. And you get the development like the San Antonio Spurs. You know, they were like, shoot, we'll, we'll take some championships. If y'all want to race around trying to be the biggest moneymaker or feud in between one another, then shoot, we, we'll steal some titles. And this, this is what it's all about. Because those two guys couldn't get it together, exactly. the Spurs went on a major run. Interestingly enough, so what does LeBron James get chastised the most for? Being um, not being selfish. Yeah, not being mm-hmm. selfish. Enough said. Yeah, mm-hmm. greatest player on, on in the universe. He's like me, a mega star, man. You just you just can't. <laughs> you're just not going to be. You're just not going to conform. You got to have some type of. You got to have some type of arrogance about yourself, but not don't put the ignorance to it. Right. Right. Because like because this keeps you on a path. And people who can't understand your arrogance, and you're not saying, I'm better than you, you're just going out and do better than them. They can't understand that. They say, oh, you this guy, you that guy. Yeah, but what have you seen me do wrong? What have I done bad? But try to get everybody involved. It blows me away. It blows me away. Uh, do you guys, before we go to break, we got about two and a half minutes. Seattle Seahawks and Cam Chancellor. And, and uh, here's where I'm about everybody getting their money. I'm about that. That life. I sound like the young kids. That sound like you? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, I'm about that life. All right. Um, you millennial. <laughs> five years. He just signed a contract two and a half, two years ago. He had a five-year deal, signed a, a contract. Now, you just also just signed uh, Richard Sherman. I just signed my um, my safety. Who's, who's the safety name again? My Earl, favorite. Earl. Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. Yeah. This guy reminds me of me. Oh, man. No, I'm talking about, no, he's good. He's real good. Well, yeah, yes, he, he is. Yeah, he's, so. He reminds me. <laughs> <laughs> but Cam Chancellor, you're on a five-year contract. After two years, you just cannot say you cannot hold a franchise hostage because they, they have handled business a certain way that I've seen. You're not reading up your contract yeah. because after just signing those two guys who, my, who are stars and Cam Chancellor, you're a star. You're a star, baby. I mean, you 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 show you go out there and show. But what you think Richard Sherman gonna do? And to, well, he's not gonna do it. But says people, well, he he's outspoken, so he may. If he don't like his contract in two years, and somebody and he already perceiving that he's the best corner in the league, so in two years somebody get another contract that's more than his. What you think he gonna do with his five year contract after two years? Yeah, you can't set precedence. That destroys teams. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're gonna create dissension in the ranks by by making yeah. any changes. You know, and, and at some point in time, you've got you've to man up. Right. You, you made a commitment. And if I'm making a commitment to Demery and I'm shaking his hand saying, hey, I'm going to be there, there, here, here, and here, you better be there. Fall guy. And I will tell you that, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I will tell you that, that uh, come week one, when he starts missing that 750 grand mm. a, a week, mm-hmm. he's going to suddenly show up. And his family is going to say, you an idiot. Well, we, you didn't grow up with that money. You, you, didn't didn't grow, grow, you didn't grow up with that mindset. With you that, didn't grow up with that mindset. With that but, arrogance. But I'll tell you what, if you pay, 
there are a lot of people that are playing football right now. Before we go break real quick, there's a lot of people playing football that play for free. But as soon as you pay somebody else, I want to get paid too. Mm-hmm. Kwame Sports Talk, quick break, and we'll come back. Sarkeesian, should he be fine? Or suspended? USC? We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Surfing is taking the world by storm. It's not just the sport itself, but the culture that surrounds it. From music to fashion, art, and competition, Surf Talk Show is the place that will showcase it all. Your hosts are JJ and the Doctor, two surfing enthusiasts who have lived and traveled the lifestyle and culture. They'll bring you the knowledge and entertainment that'll keep you riding the wave. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on the West Coast, 2 p.m. East Coast on Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. School to the pros, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. This is Jerome Buda Daniels. You're listening to Kwame Lassa's Sports Talk with Dan Marie Lachey and Doug Bremer. They know about this sports thing. Welcome back. Let's get back on this crazy train. Uh, speaking of train, I'll be on uh, Bertrand Barry's B train off the edge around 10.30 today on his show. So don't be be sure to check that out. Let me see if I can give you some more information about that. Uh, let me find that on my Twitter. Just go to Twitter and find out the information. Actually, I need to get my Twitter up because, you know, I talk about the mega star that I am or superstar. Mm-hmm. And we have the, I've had this argument on the show. Who's a star? Who's a superstar? Who's a mega star? Mm. LeBron James is a mega star. Yeah. But I think, I don't even want to even separate the superstar and megastar. I think they're just the same. A megastar, in my opinion, would be Muhammad Ali. Here's where I say that. Because you can go on any corner of this planet and people know you. And that's a megastar. Me, I mean, I'm just... I'm I'm local. I'm just I'm regional. I'm I'm here in Canada. Um, I'm, they might they might know me in uh, Mexico. I mean I'm here. So I'm just a I'm just a superstar. So does that does that mean <laughs> they they know me in Cabo with my I'm speedos throw, on? Well, that, the, that's for a whole different reason though, and I don't know if we need this is a family show. I'm shaking it up. Yeah. Doesn't I think a megastar or superstar has to transcend what they do? So I think that their impact of way people look at impact. them. Boom! I need a I need a bomb button right here. I would have transcends put a bomb transcends their their sport or whatever it yeah, may be. Transcender. Yep. Yeah, you've got to you've oh, got to move the needle someplace. Yeah, I agree with that. 
and and it and it has on to a be large outside scale. just your right, and it has can't be within just your sport. Mm-hmm. I think it has to be uh, impactful. So I would agree. I you, think mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. So you just awesome. bought you just bought some. Um, he hit all points. Yeah, yeah. You just bought some intelligence to the show. My Don't goodness. come here and try to outsmart us. First of all, my that's what you're not going to do. Put a mute button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take everything I was going to say. Yeah. All you got not just sports, but life. He right? said moving the needle. Like yeah, you got to move that needle through life. Hold on. Damn, so I'm not, okay, I can concede though. Here's where I evolved. God, my team is making fun of me right now. I can evolve that I know I'm not a megastar because I don't move it on all aspects. So I'm glad you brought that to life. Well, how about some guys who get thrown into that aspect they as can't a young handle, They're not ready. Like an Allen Iverson, LeBron James. Well, he's a, mega, he's a, ooh, but he's he a was, superstar. Remember, he came in the NBA 96. Trendsetter. 97, trendsetter. He was he's an MVP Newport, within, News, what, Virginia. five years? Yeah. That's rare. During that time, that's rare. But he played with the big boys too. In basketball, exactly. you can elbow him in their nose and say, right. "Man up! Stop calling fire! Stop crying!" Mm-hmm. Well, that's wrong with men. We always been told to stop crying. I like to cry sometimes. What? Hey, stop! Don't tell me Real stop men crying. Cry. Don't tell me stop crying. I go to movies by myself, so I can't cry. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, now we're getting that, into TMI. Oh, I you love TMI. Did you want to talk about Steve Sarkeesian? <laughs> yeah, I do. Steve Sarkeesian. <laughs> what he did, I, I do want to move into that, but I just want to know. Sometimes I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. No, we're gonna make we had, the show more impactful so that you can become a megastar. We need two hours. We need two hours. That's and, not my job. I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Denver been trying to do. Oh uh, no, you know what? Here's what I say about Voice America and, and John and uh, and Jeff and uh, who was it? Those guys in there. I, they they um. I can get two hours. But you know what? Some money got to come in this place. I just can't be working for free. Don't let my don't let my kindness. Don't take advantage of my kindness. That's right. It's I, mean I, when you play with my money and my family and my food, I'm uh, I might be one of these football players. And maybe not in today. that order. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Because I love my happy hour. Now, as as y'all sidetracked me, let me get on. Let me move along. Head coach for the USC. Now we talked about this. And I, you know what you're getting into. You hypocrites, you alumni who pays these head coaches. You know what you was getting into. You know what kind of fiery guy this is. And, and then there will be some who who could be right. when you. I love when you can make an argument about things. And then you're like, damn, no, nobody's right or wrong because this is our opinion right here. Couldn't you have a drink after the banquet? It was for Palomolu, right? It was for Troy, right? Mm-hmm. The alumni was there. Mm-hmm. The school was the The players were there. You had to introduce your players. So, couldn't he have had a drink after that? Had it been me, I'd have been like, no. I, I, I can have one or two. I don't know what one or two does to him. I know Kansas, University of Kansas, flying me out there. I don't know this is this is legal. They'll fly me out there next week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be talking to the team. I might have a crown. I probably won't. All right, but I'll I mean, go with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me, Dana Stubberfield, Gilbert Brown. There'll be some other guys out there because you know Kansas got a lot of great athletes. We just went out of football school. We're a basketball school, mm-hmm. but one of the highest academic schools in the world. And notice I didn't say country, in the world. Should he be suspended because of what he did as a guy that knew better, kind of like Ursay with the mm-hmm. Indianapolis Colts, mm-hmm. a guy who should know better. If if you if one of your players do that, not not speak but have some. Intoxicated in public. I don't know. I don't know what's right or wrong. But I, I had time to think about it. But I've also talked about it um, 
on Snake's takes on Jake the Plumber uh, show. Mm-hmm. I mean, is what, it, what happens? Is to the it kids? wrong for him to take a drink? No, no, he's an adult, grown man. He's pushing, you know, no, the momentum from the newborn USC. I don't mind that, that man having a drink or two. I don't mind yeah. it at all. Now, doing it on campus at an event with your players around, you can hold off for a second or two. I, don't, um, I, don't I mean, mind the it. players don't. Players, they understand that's their head coach. This guy is working twelve to twelve. You know, yeah, killer hours. Never so, getting out of that locker room. Of course, you're gonna. Uh, I don't mind you having a drink, coach. I don't mind it. Like if he's passing out to the players or whatnot, then we have something to talk about. But uh, should he get on stage and speak when he's intoxicated? Absolutely not. Um, definitely don't put a mic in front of his face. Don't give him the LeBron treatment. Does this give Kurt? Does this give um, parents? An opportunity to petition, if you will. I don't want my kid to go to the school because I didn't. Know, I didn't know the coach was like this. Because sometimes when you go to school, I know a lot of kids go to school because they think they're going to the pros. And I, and because of what I do with my foundation, I gotta get that thinking away from you. You know, one percent go to the pros. One percent. Imagine what one percent is in this world or in the athletes. And there's more that could go, but it's timing and, and all this stuff, situation. But does that give the parents the opportunity to petition the school? Say, I don't want my kid to go to. I didn't know he's a drunk. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't sound like a drunk when he came in my living room and talked to my kid. Talked me into going to USC as the UCLA, Pasadena. Once again, I think anybody who um, hasn't made a mistake be the first one to cast a stone. And yes, I think that the, I think that there will be parents that want a grandstand. Grandstand and boom, and button. and they're gonna they're gonna make a point of this, but. You know, it, it, he mixed medication and alcohol together, which got him into a state that he was unable to perform his. Is that duties. what he said? Yeah, that's him. that's what came out yesterday from, and that came out from Pat Hayden as well. Um, Pat Hayden is the, is the uh, AD, AD over there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he said, Another "Now coach. I'm with Demery on this. I I think when you're at a work function, and that's what this is. This is it a was. work function. As much as he wanted to make it more of a social gathering and not." more of a work function mm-hmm. it's kind of like he's always representing usc whether mm-hmm. he's on or off he's yeah. representing usc so don't put yourself at peril i myself i don't imbibe when i'm at work meetings like i had work meetings all this i hosted a bunch of people here this uh this I, week. I crashed one of yours and you wasn't drinking yeah and i and until I, afterwards exactly mm-hmm. i was not drinking i, I don't drink um even though I'm a wimp as it is, as you know, I mean, three drinks for me is a big night. But um, I don't drink at all when I'm around business people, whether it's a social ha- happy hour or whatever. I'll go drink my soda and lime. I'm good with that. Mm. I'm not going to put myself in that position to say something stupid. Mm. And, and I, have to, I have to, you know, for me, that's, that's my premise. Now, I don't have a problem with people having a drink or something. That is completely their call. Yeah, I, I um, you have to have more common sense, and and that's probably why the alumni was more of a hardship on him than this was a work event. You represent USC, Pat Hayden, who coached. I mean, this you talking about one of the greatest uh, the college coaches. Now he's the AD for USC. This wasn't. I don't. We don't care if you drink. So now there's a conversation, or there's a what's out there is that um, because they used to have. Alcohol in the locker room. Don't, don't. It's not the locker room, you idiots. You. It's the coaches' locker room. It's right. not the players' locker room. Mm-hmm. And yes, 
You mentioned from 12 to 12 is their work hours. I was coaching in Vegas at the uh, UFL. These mofos wouldn't leave the office. We was in there. I went from 7 in the morning, and I was leaving at 12 at night, and mm -hmm. I was frustrated. I'm like, this is why. When I was playing with the Cardinals, there a lot of people told me that were higher up, said, you'll be a good coach. You'll probably be a real good coach, but you won't like the hours. They didn't even let me answer. They said, mm -hmm. but you will not like the hours. When I said, okay, let me try this, I didn't like the hours. There was an <laughs> yeah. older man in there telling jokes from the 60s that I didn't think was funny because I wanted to get my work done and get out. So eventually I started getting my work and get done and get out. But there was, if you want to have a beer or two, the head mm -hmm. coach was Jim Fossil. So let me say oh, this. Yeah. At our games, pre and post, there was beer in there if you wanted. But it was fun. But there's, okay, here's the difference. This was, these were professional men. Not on a college campus. Right. Now, but the college collegiate coaches, they watch film all day. You am not going to tell me I'm not, I don't have my guys or my product on that field ready to play and win football games for USC. I can have a beer. Yeah. So, but now it is, so it looks good and clean up. There's no more beer in the locker room. Well, the I coach's think, locker room. I think he approached it right, though. He went to his players and said, okay, I did screw up, I made a mistake. What do you think is an acceptable punishment for me? You are my players. You tell me mm -hmm. what I should do. And, you know, so they had that him do up-downs. They had him do up-downs for 45 minutes. And, I mean, he was apparently just dying at the end. I would have made him throw up. Of course he would. Well, and I think he, he, I think he actually did. Yeah, I would have made him throw up. But You're not leaving until you throw up. And I think that that's – and I'm good with that. Everybody says, well, now he's lost control of the locker room. His players don't respect him. Oh, please. That's not Please. true. Please. That's not true. I mean, the, the, every one of them is out there on a Friday night before a Saturday game getting yeah. lit up. Hey, and, hey, uh, now, hey, um, hey, <laughs> hey, letting the code out. He's letting the secrets out now. <laughs> you know what? It, it, Hit the it's, mute. It's Thursday night. It's not, they play on Saturday, so it's Thursday night. Easy they need that. they need that day to recover. Some places, Friday nights, too. Yeah, but it's, those, he didn't open the door now. Those, loser teams, those teams usually lose. Sycamores. <laughs> they usually lose games. The Sycamores. I, I wouldn't do it. If but you're I, on Wednesday I, or Thursday it. night I'm or not Friday night, the guys you're not really. playing. It's like the what guys. What do you guys think about right. this though? Because uh, the uh, uh, real quick, and I want to, I want to be in and out of this. The running back for uh, Florida State University was he, he wasn't suspended. Uh, he got thrown out, and we and we saw the video. And I don't think any man should be able to put his hands on a woman with that unless they agree and they both naked. But he got he got his. It was not no suspension. He get to come back to work and play for the university. But I watched the video and I think, and what I saw was something different. But I didn't hear the audio, and I don't know what was going on. What do mm -hmm. you guys think on his uh, non-suspension? I mean, I think he should Real be quick. some type of discipline. Um, was his time off away from the team discipline enough, or it should be something after that? It should be something after for putting himself in a situation. Exactly. Okay. For yeah. Because, like you said, no matter what, you're always representing the brand, no matter yeah. what. Yeah, so yeah. Some yeah. Type anger of management counseling. Yeah. I, I would do anger management counseling because That's what I've been saying he, forever. He was, and, and, frankly, that should just be a mainstay for any athlete. Coming because if college. you don't realize you're, not, you're a target going into any bar, you're going to be a target one way or another right. in athletics. But That's, that, yeah. Well, no. we will be right back. Kwame Lassa Sports Talk. Demolashe, Kurt Feltkeller. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
This is Frank Sanders, former player with the Arizona Cardinals. You're listening to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer, the number one sports talk show in Phoenix, Arizona. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. That's what I'm talking about right there on Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I like it. Come on, sports talk. Hit the flow. <laughs> like Usain Bolt did. Did you see that? No. Wait, after, wait. after he won like the 200 um, in a... Yeah, he's still doing it. He, he, you know, making his lap around the track. Some guy... Oh, he was easily... Was on a... Uh, but runs down. On, on a little hoover. What's them things called? Uh, Hula hoops? No, the hoover. The wheel thing. Hoover. Let's go with Hoovers. Okay. No. He, he's on there. Oh, the skateboard thing? No, yeah, kind of. The, the two, the two yes. you go for the side. Mall cop. Oh, okay. Oh, Paul Blunt. Oh, yeah, yeah, Paul yeah, Mall yeah. cop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's on the Mall cop mobile uh-huh. and knocks over Usain Bolt. Million dollar leg. Knocks him like. Well, that's more than a million dollars. That's yeah. more than, that's, a, that's about five million A leg. But Usain Bolt got up laughing like. <laughs> what a smile. Because he wasn't hurt. He wasn't Thank hurt. God. Yeah. See, I like guys like that. Body set the flow. No harm, no foul. <laughs> I better, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, the floor. I better not lose my next Fastest race man in the world yeah. <laughs> yeah Dang That's too bad Bodies hit the flow <laughs> Kurt you were talking about uh, Let's move on to baseball Because I want to do some RG3 in this But let's go to baseball first And we'll finish up with football Because football is, is what's happening now They talking about putting nets up On baseball field <laughs> And um, and when you told me about it we, I told you we had another segment Here's what we, Here's the problem we need the cameras rolling as soon as we walk in the building because we got a segment before the show. During the show, you know it's always on fire. Off, to, off air, we're on fire also. And then the post show. But you're talking about the Nets. Elaborate because I don't, I'm, I'm thinking of a driving range, a golf driving range. Yeah. I think, you know, I've been listening to this argument for the past couple weeks because mm-hmm. of the tragedies that have been happening with balls hitting people. And you just don't have time to really react. Well, And people are blaming it on... One people aren't paying attention at the game, and so when you come, and, and the the purists, the baseball purists are saying, you've got to be paying attention when you come to the game and watch every little thing. I'm sorry, folks. Baseball's <laughs> boring. It's a social event. It's not a sporting event, mm-hmm. and 
and people are not going to be engaged in every single little thing that takes place on a baseball field. It just isn't going to happen, especially as Major League Baseball looks to expand their fan base, which they need to desperately because the millennials aren't into baseball at all because it's too dang slow. Explain Mm -hmm. this to me, though. Baseball being what it is, why do we make so much more money than the most impactful sports like you say, you talk about baseball being boring and it's being a social and it's pastime, which I understand. And it's, it's only action-packed if you plan it mm-hmm. wherever you are on the field. I mean, you can go to sleep sometimes and outfield, but not the way these guys are playing now. How do they get paid so much more than the fast-action basketball, fast-action uh, football it is? They're just marketing just great. No, their marketing isn't great. It's just the numbers. It's, it's they've got it's more events. A smaller, so you've got, yeah, you've got a small group of guys. So you've got, mm-hmm. what, what, 25 20, guys yeah, total. 25, right? yep. And, right. But you've got 100 and, you know, 62 games. games. Mm-hmm. And, and they are making, each home team is making over a million dollars per game. Really? Mm-hmm. In, in just in-stadium revenue. Uh-huh. Just an in-stadium revenue. Now you start throwing on the television revenue, which is a, more than a billion dollars per team. Mm. Hello. Are you flipping kidding me? This, is That's this why, why they've got so much money. Is this why they won't um, lower the games? Because if you, it, yes. for a young guy who's actually going to come in and play, right. he can actually play 200 games a year. Had they uh, spring training, regular season, and postseason, mm-hmm. he may end up playing two hundred some games. Mm-hmm. So this this is why, and it's a worldwide event. I mean, it is you got yeah. you got guys, like, athletes like from everywhere. Well, you and, know, and that's why also great point, Demery, that they're driving television revenue from all over the world. Yeah. Exactly, we just know about US. the American U.S. based television revenue. Mm-hmm. There, Major League Baseball again. Most boring game on the on the planet, mm-hmm. and and I say that with with yeah, reverence was, and love, right? Um, <laughs> but but it's fact. And, and again, as you reach out and trying to get a younger crowd, I mean that's the biggest problem with baseball. Mm-hmm. If there wasn't television, that place would baseball would fall apart because all these old curmudgeons want to watch baseball because they want to stick with tradition. Right. Screw tradition. Speed the game up. Make it more impactful. That's why all these stadiums have so much more to do other than baseball. Mm-hmm. Screw tradition. Don't you think tradition uh, sets the precedence or where you almost like when you almost like going back to the basics. I, if I had a basics to go to and golf when I taught myself how to play, if I had a teachers and, and all those country club teaching and all that stuff, that would be my tradition or equal to my basics. You can go back to the basics, which is your tradition, right? But make that, make that your watermark of which you're going to grow from. Okay. Learn from your past mistakes. Learn from, from history, but don't let it stifle you from growing towards the future. Right. And, and here's my take on this. You brought up the nets. That's the subject, you know. Bringing in these nets to make sure the crowd, the fans, do not get hit with these balls. or Someone's going to die. To keep them... No, no one's no one's gonna die. When you're at the game, you yeah, you're at the game. You have to pay some type of attention. Not it is a social event. If you were in first and third base, I think because well, yes. them balls you pick those seats for a reason. No, so I, I gave for, them to you. That's well, <laughs> you pick those seats. <laughs> you can go sit behind the net. What if you about want the person to. who who takes in probably about three baseball games a year, and I'm just giving up my my prime seat at behind first base because mm-hmm. you really want to be on you really want to be on a, uh, the opponent's team dugout. Because you can see your home team anytime around the valley, mm-hmm. and then you can see them at the different events. So the best seats, I think, is behind the dugout of the opponents because you get to see 
you get the best of both worlds, I think. But that third base and first base is where that ball is hot. And if you're not paying attention, because it's a social event, you're not paying attention, it's easy to say, well, you're going to the game, you should be paying attention, but not when nothing's happening, not when you're getting pop flies and balls going back into the back. And they have a net there. Mm-hmm. If you do anything, the net should, should extend probably 50 yards down first, 50 yards down third. I'd agree. I'd agree. I, I, I just think I just think that that it, they're making a mistake in saying that the fans are going there solely for the baseball and to watch mm-hmm. the the foot movement off the rubber from a pitcher or watching what's the stance or where are they in the box from a batter perspective. Very few fans have the ability to have that sophistication and knowledge of baseball to understand those things. Mm-hmm. You, you just don't. There's a lot of intricacies to baseball, but not to a casual fan. I mean, it's pretty basic. Okay, but think about it. We put these nets up, like you were saying, down the lines a yep. little bit more. You got guys in the outfield, guys third base, first baseman, flying to catch a pop fly in the foul ball territory and flying to the crowd. Yep. Think about there's a net up. Yep. You're not oh, seeing yeah, that. Yeah, well, well, I know what You're I not mean. seeing that effort. Maybe if you back True. the crowd up a little bit more or having a little mm, bit more space. You make a good point. But that will never happen. It gives you more time to react yeah, but, to but, balls. But it will ne- right. they'll never bring Expand it. We want people to get closer to the action rather than further away. Exactly. I mean, that's the demand of the fan. So I, you got I'm a guy chasing for a foul ball, run to a net. That's I, bad. That's bad news. That's on the player now who's getting paid these two hundred million dollar contracts, yeah. guaranteed, running to a net. So, but maybe the net protects him, like Derek Jeter when he went into the crowd, make right. that net come back at an angle where he can still go for the ball Absorbed and land into the, the net, mm-hmm. and which will help catch him rather than smashing up his his left eye and his chin. <laughs> no, I I agree. I, I, I'm with you, but. So yeah. I am. I'm playing a little bit devil's advocate here, but uh-huh. but uh, I'm with you on that. I'm I, a huge fan of the, like, being I, at the game. Like those seats are, you get to take yeah. a ball, a souvenir home. So yeah, it's all and, about. and that's the thing. That that's what people want to do. I don't know, Denver. I think Denver make a good point. What what, what about that effort? Uh, you know, yeah. coming down. I can dive into the crowd and I will say audience, but audience usually that plays in, in different events. But I can mm-hmm. dive into. I can dive into the crowd and make that play. Yeah, we've seen so, we've seen that happen quite a few times where we know the guy didn't catch the ball, but he's down in the crowd. He can come up with it, Absolutely. hold it up. And you've seen Absolutely. guys in football know you didn't intercept that ball, but the ref, you turn a certain way, you come mm-hmm. up with it. Yeah. You make them. Coaches always say, make them believe you got it. Put the, put it in their hands right. to make that decision. I, I get it. And I understand, <sighs> but um, I, I just can't. It it, it it's not going to look good because we know baseball as it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yep. we would adapt. We the most adaptive creatures. On a planet, along with uh, animals and dogs, pit bulls, and Michael Vick. Um, <laughs> on it's a planet. It's called a callback. It's called. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope RG3 so we, we takes a to, script out of I, Michael no, Vick. I, it's a uh, Yeah. RG3 needs to. Sh- <laughs> it's, oh. You know what? We got Thursday. Tomorrow we got Friday. We could talk some RG3. But I, my thing, too, because I know we don't have enough time with three of us in here. To talk about this, well, we got 30 seconds. Are you saying I talk too much? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I can't get a word in edgewise. Because um, we're so much caught up in, in awe, the word, the, the lingo you dropped. He, he came in here and <laughs> tried to be outsmart us. We over here like, oh. Talking about move the needle. <laughs> move the needle across the world and not just your sport. Yeah, I'm going to have to not have you back. <laughs> yeah, these are my fellas right here. It's awesome. <laughs> You will be hearing Kerry on the show quite a bit. Uh, I say that. Um, Denver Lachey. Damn, it's Friday. I mean, tomorrow's Friday. It feels like a Friday, but tomorrow's Friday. We come back. We can talk some uh, RG three because you know I think he really needs to 
just go play. I also don't believe that Gruden is, has his back. Gruden wants another quarterback in there. Mm. And you can watch uh, his brother talk about Andy Dalton. Because Gruden coached Andy Dalton. He don't want his brother to seem like he's the, the baby Gruden. Trick the organization in Washington talking about he can fix RG3, which he yep. has no intention on doing. Yep. I tell you what, this is Sports Talk, Dimmer Lache, Kurt Feltkeller. We got to get out of here. It's Thursday. Thursday, Thursdays, I should say. I'm on my way to the B train on Arizona Sports and Fox Sports Arizona. Off the edge, we out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.